0: changing the sales game on webtalkradio.com. I'm your host, Connie Whitman, and you know that I'm excited that you're here, here as is my guest. Now, as you listen to the show, no matter what you're changing in your sales game, business, career, doesn't matter, I hope that as you listen to the show, that my guests and I provide tips, strategies, and ideas that you can implement immediately. It's all about taking action, smart action. Let me rephrase that. It's all about smart action. And to help you on changing your sales game and your personal journey, in the show notes, you will find my link to my communication style assessment. Here's the deal sales, life, communication, all hard. If we can get better at it, it truly does create ease and grace both in our personal and our professional life. So check it out, links in the show notes, my gift to you. I really do hope it helps you navigate whatever change you're trying to create um, in your life. So my motivational quote I wanna share today is to set the stage for my conversation with my guest is by I, social fans... That's how it was listed on the website. And the quote says, you have to stop treating your social media like a billboard. Turn one-way broadcasting into a two-way conversation. No one has ever had a partnership with a billboard. So the quote struck me funny. And of course, I had to share it because it really does set the stage for today's conversation. So here's the deal. Uh, since COVID, I spent a lot more money and time on my social media and email lists of, of campaigns and different things I'm doing to help create a. Dynamic digital footprint for my business, as well as spotlight my expertise in the sales arena for the past 40 years. Now there's a learning curve. If you have never dabbled in the various social media platforms, I could tell you firsthand. So whether you, we start or whether we do start or how we continue in this ever frequent changing world of global business where digital presence isn't a good thing to have. It's really, it's become a must have. So today my guest is Eli Delaney and Eli is the creator of the follow up rock star system, helping entrepreneurs build a 24 seven automated system and go from surviving to thriving, no matter the economy. He's an Amazon bestseller with his book marketing tidbit. Tidbits and networking tidbits and his program networking like a rock star. He's had over 1300 students, almost 1400 students globally go through his programs. I want you to help me welcome my good friends, amazing person, Eli to the show. So Eli, thanks for being on kiddo.
1: Well, thank you, Connie. It's always a pleasure having a fun conversation with you, no matter what we're talking about.
0: I know. And you can see if you're watching on YouTube, Eli, every time we're networking or we're in meetings uh, together, he always has his his hashtag, meet cool people, and he truly lives and breathes that. He loves meeting cool people, and he is very generous with information. So I am sure that our conversation is going to be a plethora of good content that at the end, I want people to go into action, Eli. And I know you live from that frame of reference as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, definitely. All right. So automation, um, is automation taking the personal, are you finding out of that, this whole building relationship process that, you know, you know, I talk about, mm-hmm. but is the automation taking that personal touch out of it?
1: Not if it's done right. So that's the, that's the difference is there's a lot of people that go into the idea of automation. And now we're in that world of AI where AI yeah. is replacing a lot of stuff as well. Um, the kicker is we need to use these tools as tools to help leverage our time and speed up process to free us up to do the one thing that we can't do, which is have real conversations with real people. And that is where I really focus on everything I do. I automate anything and everything I possibly can. I've been doing a lot with the AI stuff now too, starting to play with a lot of that. But there's one thing that's very important. Do not ever lose the human touch because AI and automation is missing one key point, heart.
0: Absolutely, that's true. You and I, we were on a call together and you talked about the A-text so mm-hmm. it's on Google. It's an extension. Yep. You create these templates right in the email platform. So I could put in like EOC. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's slash EOC slash, and then it fill it fills up. So if I have somebody reach out to me and say, "Hey, Con, I, I think I'd be a good guest on your show. Here's why. Here's my content." And I go, "Oh, I love them." Yeah. I yeah. just respond, put EOC. And boop, it fills my whole, uh, my, I have a template that, uh, mm-hmm. an email with all my links in it. I can't tell you. I use it all the time. I love it. And I, so, right. I think we all drove you crazy in that meeting. We're like, hey, wait, what do we do? What do we? Have? And you were so patient with all of us idiots. And you, that was one of the many tips. And I know you do that with your clients as well. We need the personal touch. Automation and you are a, you are a master guru when it comes to all of these different automation stuff out there and how to leverage it for our time. Like you said, but the personal touch and you are all about that personal touch. So I'm loving, I'm loving learning from you. Um, but I'm also loving what you're doing for your clients because the, if we could free up time. Mm-hmm. We could be more in our zone of genius. And you you're kind of a linchpin, I feel, where you you're really well versed in the automation, but you're also well versed in the, the building relationship, that follow-up process and all of that, which we're gonna talk about.
1: Yeah, definitely. But- and let me let me touch on that just a little bit because the you brought up A Text is a great tool. Just go to Google, type in um a text a T E X T. You'll find it. The software is like five, ten bucks or something like that. It's, it's not like expensive. Nothing. Um, yeah. And it works on PC and Mac. And what you're going to do is basically, it's just a way of, if somebody's going to ask you questions, like being, you know, hey, I think I'd be a great guest on your show. um, When you reply back to that, you're writing most of the same stuff every single time. The only That's drawback right. is that sometimes you don't write everything because you forget something because we're human. Right. Humans forget things. We drop the ball. We screw things up. So if you have a template that you can work from and normally i was old days i would say open up you know open up a document a text file something save it there and then you open it and you copy it and you paste it and then you edit it and send it well now it's with something like a text literally like what you do was like slash aoc or whatever it was and boom it just does the whole thing for you and then what would take five ten minutes took you one maybe two minutes if you edit it that's right that's I love what it. that's the tools that's that's what it's about. See, that's the key is it's it's not about the technology. It's about the psychology. The human touch is still there. The tool is just there to speed up our thought process because we're humans. We're slow. And again, yeah. we're slow. We're going to drop the ball. We're going to screw something up. Let's let the tools and the automation take, take care of some of that for us.
0: And it's funny because um, I was just teaching a class on business development and all my clients year ends are like business development. We want to want their teams, you know, hitting the pavement running in January. It totally makes sense. So i been getting a lot of requests. And I was teaching LinkedIn on how to leverage LinkedIn so that Mm -hmm. before you go to networking events or before you jump in a meeting or whatever, right? Whatever the context was. And so I was saying to them, yeah, I spend maybe five, 10 minutes on LinkedIn every day. And and I have like 6,000 followers or some number. And they're like, wait, Mm -hmm. what? Five minutes, what? And I go, okay, because I I systematize the thing. Example, it's somebody's birthday. I wrote the email that I would, if Eli had a birthday and I Mm -hmm. saw it on LinkedIn, I get notified and I would go in and this is what I would write. I said, well, I create templates like the A text on my email. And I said, I copy and paste. I said, but now I know Eli, I might say, hey, you just moved. How did the move go as well? Sending you love. I might add a little piece, but the context is copy paste, copy paste. And they were all like, that's brilliant. And I said, we have the technology. We think we need the technology to build lists and all of that. We do, but it has to be our voice. It has to be my email. It has to be my salutation of I'm sending Mm -hmm. you love and that vibe behind it, but we could use the automation to, to uh, support it. So I love that. And that was, it was a great tip again. Awesome. Thank you. I, so much more to come, this. people. Are you excited? Because <laughs> Eli's got all these tricks up his sleeve. Trust me on this. Uh, next question, Eli. So you talk a lot about those campaigns, right? Quote unquote mm-hmm. campaigns. Yeah. Tell us more about that. and And what's the first campaign maybe that somebody should start with? So define it. And then what would be a good first step?
1: Okay. The reason I use campaigns is because most people think in the concept of I need to get this thing out. So I stop, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to write it and I'm going to go send it. And then we are like, oh, wait a minute. I got to send something else. So I got to stop. I got to sit down. I got to write it and I got to send it. If we think in a campaign, what we're doing is we're thinking about the entire journey. What do we want it to look like? It's kind of like if we were to put an address into our GPS, maybe we're going to go on a road trip and there's certain places that we want to go. We're going to drop little pins on that road trip on under Google maps Of where we want to stop along the way. And when we do this, now our brain knows exactly what it needs to do. We don't have to think about it anymore. And so your campaigns are the same idea. Say, for instance, you're having an event. Well, don't just write one email to invite people to the event. You need to write all of them. However many you want to write three, three emails to to send people or invite people to an event. Maybe you're getting a podcast to go live. What I do a lot of times, if I'm on a great show like this, I want to share it out to my audience. And so as soon as it comes through, I write three posts, not just one. I write three posts to share on social media about that show. One of them saying, hey, this episode just went live. I had this, had so much fun. This is what we talked about, blah, blah, blah. And then I write two other ones. I go, hey, by the way, if you didn't see what I talked about last week at so-and-so show, Here's some cool stuff about it. And then I'll write another one that's, that's designed to go out, you know, three months down the road or something. And it's like, Hey, if you need something to listen to this weekend, here's something to put on your playlist. And I'll, and so I sit down and do it all at once. And what we're doing with this is number one is we're using that time more effectively okay. because now we're thinking long term. So we're, you know, thinking on a bigger picture. And then the second thing is because we're on the same brain wave. That time is compressed because it's faster. Yeah. Instead of switch tasking, or what we call the myth of multitasking, great book yeah. by the way, yeah. um, you know, it's we're not switching to different things. And then, of course, we're not dropping the ball because we got it all done. And your communication, no matter what you're doing, whether you meet somebody at a networking event, whether you're speaking on stage, you're holding an event, um, stuff that you're doing in social media, if there's a time frame involved think in a campaign, think of like political campaigns. They have a time frame mm. of when the election is and they have, and they have all their plans of exactly what they're going to do leading up to that event. Think that way. And then secondly, with that, try to think of something that's evergreen that'll last forever because then it just makes life way, way easier. Cause you don't have to reinvent the wheel every time. So that's what a campaign is. That's why we think of it that way. The first campaign that I recommend people do is it really is like your freebie. Okay. So if you have something, everybody, no matter what industry you're in, you should have something to give away for free Mm -hmm. to give people a taste of who you are and how you help. Um, think Think of the Baskin Robbins pink spoon. We used to call that the pink pink spoon method, right? What the whole point is, they give you a taste of the ice cream so you'll love it and you'll buy a bowl of it. That th- This is the same thing. You give them a taste. And my favorite one is checklist because it's easy. Um, you know, give somebody a checklist. Here's the top 10 things you need to ask before hiring XYZ. Yeah. Nope. My first company was a web and graphic design agency. And that's what I did with it. It was like, here's a 10 or it was eight questions that you needed to ask any web designer before you gave them a dime. And so I had questions and then I had the answers. So then when they were shopping around for a web designer, they would ask these questions and they would compare the answers to the answers in in my little guide that I gave them. Well, who has the best answers? Guy that wrote the book. (laughs) and so you know it made it easier and i'm educated them because these are true questions that people need to know before they start hiring somebody to do web design and so that's how i got a ton of clients doing that and so checklists are a great one i mean you can do video training all kinds there's a lot of different options out there but you need to have something but the campaign is not just oh you signed up for my thing here it is But you need to have several follow-ups to get them to actually consume the thing, take action on the thing, and then go to whatever that next step is. For me, most of the time, it's grab a call. Let's jump on a call and talk.
0: Yeah. And, and I do that with my, uh, the communication style, the CSA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's exactly what you said, right? People you get on my list, you can opt out. I never feel bad, right? If it if it's not what you thought yeah. it was and I'm not a good match, you don't like me. It's okay. Right. It's not personal. Right. Um, I would love for to get personal with you, but it's not personal, but the CSA you'll get, I think it's seven emails from me and each mm-hmm. one has a tip in it because yeah. I'm all about giving tips. So some people, I'll tell you 20%, they could execute those tips and they're Mm -hmm. off to the races. They just, they're, they're doers, they're action takers. They don't need a lot of accountability, but then eight out of 10 people that take the CSA and then follow me, they're sending me questions or they're signing up Mm -hmm. for a call because they think I love these tips. They're working for me. How do I get to the next level? And there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with either version of that, right? But that's why that campaign is important because the tool is the CSA, right? That's the technology I have for people. But then that the linchpin of those seven emails, they get a flavor because I'm writing the emails, right? So Mm -hmm. it's my voice, but I also love giving those tips so that people can move the needle. And then if I'm the right fit that they need more, I love that. And if I'm not, they've already vetted me to some extent. So we don't waste time and money on each. Each other um, right. again, which, which I think is important for all of us, two major resources that we should not squander, if you will. Yeah.
1: Well, and let me add something to that too, because um, you're doing something that's really good with that is that you, you mentioned they get a feel for your flavor. They get to see who you are. You're, it, those, those emails should be in your voice. And that's something that's really important. All communication, whether it be video, audio, written word, it needs to have your voice and your personality in it. That is critical to getting people to really resonate with you and trust you. That's the thing is yeah. because we go in this whole, you know, no like and trust factor, right? Uh, we call it the KLT. The problem is that those, those three words are there for a specific reason. They have to get to know you first yeah. before they can decide if they like you. And generally when they like you, that's when they begin to trust you. Yeah. So far, I found that like doctors and lawyers are the only ones that can skip that middle step. Um, for some reason, they get away with it. The rest of us have to work for our lunch. But the reality <laughs> is the people want it. They want to know that not only are you capable of solving the problem that they have, but that you care about them. And yeah. that is super, super important in today's world because competition is higher than it ever has been. There are a million people out there that do what I do, that do what you do, anybody out here. The difference is how do we stand out from those other people? And one of the easiest ways to do that is actually treat somebody as a human being that you care about instead of an ADM.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the other thing you said that I wanted to circle back to is you have to plan out the trajectory of mm-hmm. whatever the the campaign is. Yeah. Right. What's the call to action? What's the expectation? What's the free grant? Like mine. Right. Like mm-hmm. my campaigns. Um. I. It's so funny because again, in the business development class, the first time I I taught it recently, and I I say this all the time, but I said it to clients I've worked with for a while and we finally got to the business development, their skill level was there that they could do it right. That mm-hmm. we we're kind of getting them there. And um, I said, so Eli, I said, uh, you know, b- we we're talking about business development and it's 90% is, is preparation. Yeah. And they all like, like this one's on drugs. <laughs> By the end, I said it again. And I said, how much of business development is preparation? And they were like, holy crap. They didn't think of all of these tips and strategies. Now I've learned yeah. it over 40 years, right? So I have an advantage because I've been doing it for four decades. Mm-hmm. But when I, when I showed, when I said it at the beginning, they thought I was nuts when I showed them. And then at the end, they were like, yeah. holy crap. I, am I how much business, how many good connections have I walked mm-hmm. away from? Because I didn't vet them before. There's different strategies right. that we could prep. It's the same concept. We, we, oh, I have to do, I have to I think, coming up. I better email everybody? and we're done. Yeah. No, what you you got to plan more other you know garbage in garbage out. So we yeah. have to be mindful of what we're doing and I like that concept of a campaign. So to build on that now Eli. Okay. Let's say people are listening and saying, "Well, okay, I'm running something right before Christmas." And I'll give you an example. I'm running a little workshop. It's mm-hmm. called I have to think of what it's called, but it's Santa's uh S- Santa's sales secrets to success. Because Santa, believe it or not, was a great salesman. And so I want to take a clip from Miracle on 34th street okay. and then dig in and talk about what makes him so good at sales. You would never think Santa and sales. So how can we, right? Think about this and then make it part of how we do business in the, in the coming year. So right. that's about four weeks out. So I have this event. The okay. time is set. I would give people an idea of something like that, how they can do that trajectory of the campaign. Does that make sense, my question? Yeah, no,
1: definitely. We can and I'm I love this this kind of stuff because I'm literally gonna map it out. This is what I do with clients. So you got an event coming up. You said how four weeks out? Four weeks out. Mm -hmm. Okay. So first thing you need to do, especially an event. An event is not just an event. There are three stages to the event. And so many people miss this. The invites. This is the pre event, the during. And the after the event, you have to have all three phases. So here's how you do it: is you have all three. First thing you need to do is, when somebody signs up for the event, what do they do? What are you going to do? So, as an example, on a there, I'm assuming this is a virtual event, correct? Like virtual, a, a yeah. webinar yeah. kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. So first thing you need to do is, you need to send them confirmation, and that confirmation needs to have all the details, every little nugget in there that they need. This is the time. This is the day. This is what it's called. Here's when you need to show up. So if it starts at eight, it doesn't start at eight. You should probably show up by 7.55 at the latest. Um, You know, make sure you close your door. Don't have your distractions on. Don't be watching cat videos, any of that kind of stuff. Turn all the crap off. Then the next thing is that should go out immediately. But if you say, for instance, you're going to start promoting this. We're four weeks out right now. Let's say it takes you a week to put this together all together. Yeah. So you got three weeks worth of promotion time, which is still not bad for a webinar because anything longer that people forget anyway. Yep. Um, so then you need to have a few reminders at minimum. You need to have a week before, four days before, the evening before, and the morning of, yep. okay? And these reminders should recap all the same stuff this is when it is. Here's the link. Here's when we start. Here's when you need to show up. Here's what you need to show up. Oh, by the way, again, don't watch cat videos, Um, lock the door, all that kind of fun stuff. And then add a nugget or two of what they're going to learn. You need to get Jesus. them re-engaged and excited about it. You need to do that in the one the week before. And, you, and it's basically, Hey, this is a week ahead. You know, we're, we're a week away. Come join us. And then the next one, you know, it's in a few days. Next one is it's tomorrow. And the, The last one it's today and you keep those and set those up first, write those first. Yep. The reason you write those first is because you have your presentation you're working on, you know, the content of your presentation, you now just wrote a series of emails that are a campaign talking about reiterating what they're going to learn and why it's so cool for them to show up. Now you go back and you write your invite emails Because now all the content that helps you write a great email, pitching why they should show up to this event, it's all fresh in your head. So now you write a series of emails going out up until as late as you want to. It could be, you know, a day or two before the event. You can have this series going out. Depends on if you say we're going to do three weeks, I would do probably... I don't do a huge, huge amount because I don't want to burn my list. Um, and I recommend don't pound people with stuff yeah. like that. But for if you're three weeks out, I would do like ten emails in that three weeks yep. in that time frame. Yep. And every one of them change it up a little bit. By the way, we noticed you haven't registered yet. And oh, here's another thing: make sure that whatever software you're using, if they register, those invite emails stop going out. That's right, because that's really, really important. Because uh, if you get if you invite me to something I already signed up for, I'm going to get annoyed um but you have this setup oh and by the way the best way to do that is um just in case your system screws up you just put it in there by the way in case you unless you used a different email address i noticed you hadn't signed up yet which is a really cool idea yeah that's because then if they if your system screws up you're covered um if they did use a different email address, it's like, oh yeah, I did put in a different one. I need to be more aware of that. And then that way, subconsciously they're noticing that if all of a sudden they're on your list twice and they start getting emails twice from you, they yeah. know why, because they use two different email addresses yeah. instead of thinking that you're just an idiot spending or sending too many emails. Yeah. Um, so subconsciously that's there. Once you've got that in place, now you can launch it because now you can get the first email out and get it going. Then you go back to the post event. Post event emails should be, depending on how big you're doing, it could be two or three, could be 10 even over a time frame. But what you're going to do is the first one should be, hey, we had such a great, idea, a great time. By the way, if you missed the replay or want to watch the replay, here's a link to it. Give them an opportunity to do that because most people will want the replay, not the, go, the going live. Yep. You can literally triple your sales by having the replay because most people won't show up live. Just a fact.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So then you, but you lead with, Hey, if you haven't watched it, you got to check it. Here's a couple of the cool things we got out of it. If you're really smart during your event and people say cool things in the chat, you save that and use that as testimonials that go into it and stuff like that. Um, but then it's like, what's the next step? Are they buying a program? Are they booking a call with you? What is it? What is it that they're doing? That is the next step to Lengthening the community or the the conversation with you, yep. and so then you drive them to that, and you have a series of those over, I mean, say like a ten day period. Yeah, and, and so, you see the logic between how we set it, this up.
0: Yes, A hundred percent. And we think send one email, do the event, and then say you know send the follow up. It it people our attention span is such that like it's like six seconds, right? The goldfish mm-hmm. is seven seconds, yeah. but aside from that, our inbox is so inundated that yeah. sometimes we miss things because it's like, oh, I'll read it later. And then you don't go back because it gets buried. So yeah. these multiple emails um, and the other thing too, I, I've learned Eli, you know, I, originally when I was building my list, I was like, oh, I don't want to burn. I don't want to burn. I don't want people to get annoyed. And Here's the deal. If you're annoyed because I send, you know, my show, I have other emails. If yeah. if there if I have free gifts out there, I want to promote that as well. So right. you might get three or four emails from me in a week with good stuff in it, not and never never me pushing me, right? It's usually good stuff out there, uh, free content if you will. Um so if if that's annoying you, then get off my list. I I don't feel yeah. bad. I understand. My, my information is not what you're looking for right now. You still have a flavor of me. You can always come back. So again, I never feel bad. And it's so cute. I had somebody that I knew, you know, we had met and was on my list. And she sent me a lovely email. She goes, Con, I'm cleaning my inbox. I, I have, I still connected on your podcast. I subscribed on my Apple, on my phone. I don't need these emails. They're not relevant to me. I didn't want you to feel bad. I emailed her back. I go, that was like the nicest email I got. Thanks so much. She didn't have to do that. I wouldn't have felt bad, but I thought people respect me or care about me because I care about them. How lovely was that, that she wrote that in an email? And I responded because I know that took her time to do that. And she was worried about how I was going to feel. And I didn't want her to ever to feel bad because she was unsubscribing to my freaking list, right? Do that's, you? It's okay. Yeah.
1: See, that's the kicker with it. Um, years ago, I was funny. I had somebody, I was talking about the fact that in, no matter how often you're emailing your list, you could probably double it and it's not going to hurt anything. Um, but with one caveat. So we went through for, for several years. I find it really funny because you know how everything runs in cycles sure. um, for several years. I'm sure you heard this emails dead. Um, nobody uses email. Nobody opens email anymore. You might as well not even bother. Um, my response for that has always been the reason you're, you're recommending that emails dead is because your emails suck, dude. Um, Absolutely. What's because I've got people who have stayed on my list literally for decades and yep. are very active with me. So. With, with this, I had a guy, um, September 16th, 2020. This guy emails me and goes, Hey, Eli, I've been on your list a couple of years now. I want to thank you so much for everything you've done for me. You've helped my business. You would not believe my son's starting a construction company. I'm wondering if you might be able to help us with some marketing stuff. So of course it starts, you know, starts a conversation. Conversations lead to sales. That's always a good thing. Uh, but I go and I look in my database. I'm like, what does a couple of years mean? And Mm -hmm. I was like, what does that mean? I go and I look it up. He had actually seen me speak at a score event in Scottsdale, Arizona, July 3rd, 2010, (laughs) 10 years and three months later, this dude's coming back and referring his son's business to me. Yep. That's power. And I've had people where they've said, you know, I I get a lot. I know you send a lot of emails. I just don't have time to read them all. And I'm like, that's okay. Um, Do you intend to go back and read them at some point? I'd love to, but I I don't know if I will, but I'm going to try to. I'm like, okay. So here's my question for you. When you get that, those emails and you don't have to have time to read them. Do you ever think about just hitting that unsubscribe button? And they're like, well, no, because I know it's got good stuff in it. Like, okay, that's all I need. I want you to know that the value I provide is good enough that it's not worth unsubscribing. Even if you don't have time to, to read it all, it's okay. You know, if you skip some, I have people literally that email me every day and I do not unsubscribe. I don't read 99% of what they send me because I'm yeah. a busy guy too, but I don't unsubscribe because I know there's nuggets in every one of them. And sometime when I'm sitting at line, waiting for my mocha at Starbucks, I might open up my email on my phone and just go through and, re- and read them, just batch, read them. It's kind of like binge watching something on Netflix. So just do that yeah. with emails, but that's, you know, I'm kind of weird that way I'll do that with emails. Uh But you know, we do this as long as you're adding value, people, want what you have to offer even if they don't have the time to go through all of it if they're seeing the value they will stay connected and you might be there you want to always be there at the time that they need you most and absolutely i got a a story i want to share specifically for this i had a gal that it's been a long time now um i don't even remember how long it has been now but she replied to one of my emails and it was a book recommendation it was the um 30 Salesman in the World by Okay. And I know you know that book. And she replies, she goes, hey, Eli, I've been really struggling in my business and I was really thinking about throwing in the towel. I'm just done, ready to go get a job. But I got your email on Thursday and I decided to pick up the book, got it on Friday, read it over the weekend. And I have to say, I want to thank you because I read the book. I loved it. It gave me my energy back. I'm ready to get out here and rock it. You just saved my business. And it's like- That that gives you goosebumps, right? Right. Now, here's the fun part about this. I wrote that email about six years prior. Wow. She was ready for it. She was ready for it. She had been on my list that yep. long. Yep. And she was going through my system and she needed that email at that time. And it just happened to be the right timing. And that helped save her business. That's powerful,
0: and and here's the thing. But we're playing the long game, Eli. And and yeah. I tell this to everybody. It, sales is patience. Like to me, yeah. those two words are interchangeable. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I talk to people, you know, at networking event before COVID, and now all of a sudden they're reconnecting or reaching out to me because now they're ready. They saw me speak. Now they're ready to hire me for themselves, for their teams, whatever it is. Yeah because they're on my email list, right? I give, I give stuff away, the podcast on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm very active on LinkedIn, but you gotta be out there. You gotta be doing things consistently, but at the end of the day, it has to be good information, not just yeah. you throwing crap up there. I have to do three social media posts. Let me just throw crap out there. No, 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 no. no. It's got to be good stuff. And, uh, and I'll share a really quick example. We're, we're out of time, but but I think it's relevant, kind of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I wrote in, my husband and I had gone to the movies uh, to see the Spider-Man. This was a couple of years ago, right after COVID. And things okay. started opening up. So we went to the Spider-Man movie. And you know, at the end of Marvel, they you, nobody leaves. Yep. Cause they have the clips of the, you know, all of the, the yep. credits and then they do a little vignette or a little tickler of what is to come. So as we were sitting there, I was snickering to myself. I go, oh, we belong to a secret society. This is so cool. Right. <laughs> yes. I'm a dork. And so we got in the car. And said to my husband, I love that. You know, everybody knew to wait and how cool is that? Mm-hmm. So in bed that night, I just, I don't sleep much. But so anyway, I was thinking, I said, Oh my God, that's a great article. How do we create that magic, that secret society for our people? Oh my God, I love this. So I wrote a quick article about it. And I said, like, what do you do for customers to keep coming back or to know yeah. kind of your zone of genius and expect it from you without you even having to say it? And I got mm-hmm. some really cool things. But the this was the best response. The young people that follow me, they they email me, they go, You are the only business owner i know who could connect marvel and business from a customer service perspective ye- that's why i follow you like lol you're hysterical <laughs> yeah now i did i know that was going to be the response i no. just took something i'm passionate i like and an observation uh-huh. and then i thought well how can we use that business man don't we all want that feeling and that's the response i get plus some really cool answers as well so oh, yeah. that's well, what we're talking that, about being relevant
1: yeah. And it's here's the thing. And that's also a big piece of this that, that going back to bringing the humanity into what you do, people mm. want to get to know you. They want to know what you're into and what kind of weird oddball stuff you do. Like I, I'm a, I'm a total nerd. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Renfair, Renfair junkie. I am also a sci-fi nerd. I do all the movies, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and I'm also an archer. And so. I get people asking me about those kind of questions and people will come to me. I have people in the Archer community coming to me, asking me for business help. And I've got people in the business community coming to me, asking where the next rent fair is. I mean, it, Love it. you find your people that way. I mean, there's another thing I always tell people is like, you got to put it out there. It's like my a huge amount of my clients, they're dog people.
0: Oh, I'm a dog guy. Interesting.
1: Yeah. And I have a whole bunch of people that are in my circle that are cat people too, and we always have fun going back, bantering back and forth about it. Uh, but we have fun with it. But that's that's I, you attract your tribe, the people that are going to come to you. Yeah, they'll never do that if they don't get to know you as a person.
0: Absolutely, and and I'll tell you. Uh, you know grammar's not one of my strengths I'll tell you I love uh, grammarly uh but <laughs> grammarly if, is it, one of the best investments ever. oh my gosh yep. if you don't guys if you don't it's another tech tip there grammarly mm-hmm. is is another huge one buy it it's inexpensive and it's so valuable but if i have a new client or i'm sending out an email and i think i really want this to be impactful Mm -hmm. i put my flavor in it and then i give it because i'm not a good writer meaning technical with grammar and stuff and i give it to my husband and he laughs he goes did you reread it and i go no i put what i wanted but i know you're going to make it sound nice because you know me and you'll do the edits (laughs) for me and he Mm -hmm. laughs and he does like we're this great team because i know my shortcomings but i still want to show up for people so that extra that extra step for me works because it is personal I want yeah. people who who resonate with me to get that feeling that she gets me, she hears me, she feels me because yeah. business is personal to me, it has to be personal, otherwise um we're doing it most of the majority of our our waking hours. can we have a little fun while we're doing it, and they're the people mm-hmm. I want to attract um yeah. just like you we're We're out of time, kiddo, but uh, guys, a couple of things. <laughs> Have an email for archery or whatever, right? This is Eli's email. And trust me, guys, not only will it help you with the content and the marketing, but all of his little tidbits and strategies with the technology. I'm telling you, I felt bad. The person who was hosting the event, we stopped and we're like, no, wait, we want Eli to teach us. We made him screen share. <laughs> she was Shannon A shout out to our buddy, Shannon ProSize. She was like, yeah, yeah, teach us, teach us. So it was funny how you have one trajectory and yet everybody needed this as a resource. So not only does he have the marketing and the writing expertise, but he has that technology to support, to make us work a heck of a lot smarter. So um I have a question for Eli specifically. His email is Eli at EliDelaney.com. His website is connectwitheli.com because he's all about connections. I know you want to add something. And then there's a free gift um, convert to more com slash Connie. He's gonna tell us what that is, and then you have a question for me or something else you want to share. I want to clarify. Eli for me is spelt with a Y, E-L-Y. So oh, is that not the normal spelling, Eli? No,
1: it's not the normal spelling. Most people smell it with an I. That is oh. the traditional. Yeah. So so I always have to clarify that because then if you if you use E L E L I in any of that kind of stuff. Like, I've got connectwitheli.com and that ends up going to some commercial real estate dude in Iowa or something. I don't remember. Um, I keep wanting to wishing that he'll just let it go so I can just buy that up and have it redirect anyway. Um, it. But yeah, so always be careful. Eli's E L Y, not E L I. Um, and so the the gift that I'm yes. giving away yeah. is the magic script. This is designed specifically if you either have a list of people that you have not followed up with people that you've dropped the ball with, or you have a list, but you've been pretty much doing nothing but spamming them by my crap for yeah. way too long. Yeah. Then this is the way you can fix the problem and actually come back to being human again, building a great relationship. Nice. And it's a very short, simple email. It's a one-off email, but it's designed to start conversations. I'm going to preface this with, don't screw it up and try to pitch something. Because if you do, it ain't gonna work.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's showing who you are. Yeah, Yeah. and And... Eli, that you're the only Eli I know, so I had no idea that Eli was E L I. So it's E L Y. So there you go. Thank yes, you for that clarification, awesome. my friend. Would never have thought to share that. So thank you for jumping in. <laughs> also, thank you for the free gift. And thank you for sharing some of those tech tips. If you missed, go back awesome. and re-listen and write them down. Um, A-text was one of them. Uh, th- again, there was a couple in there. Eli, there a in always there. a pleasure, my friend. Thank you for uh, being on and just being so you and just sharing so much awesome. love. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you, my dear. I appreciate every conversation you and I get to have. And it's always a pleasure.
0: Back at you, brother. (laughs) All right. And I hope you will join me weekly as we question, build, and discover. Together, that no matter where you are on changing your sales game within your career, in your sales, with your boss, whatever it is that you're trying to communicate or change and become more effective, I really do hope my guests and I provide some tips, strategies, and ideas to help you navigate changing your sales game. Remember, we're playing the long game, peeps. This isn't a one and done. This is every day showing up. But if we can make those steps easier, like my guest today, Eli, recommended and some ideas in his free game. sign me up every time it's all about working smarter not harder thank you again for tuning in you've been listening to changing the sales game with me your host connie whitman on webtalkradio.com i truly am inspired to have you on this journey with me and i hope my guests and i inspire you to take the action needed to change and then you fill in the blank whatever it is you're looking um, to get better at i love you all i will see you next week thanks again for joining me on this journey have a great one, everybody. Take
1: care. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. Tune in every week for more exciting insights and strategies on increasing your business's ROI. And always remember, lead with heart and your sales will follow.